Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to On the Podcast, short episode format podcast to give you something to do while you kill time doing your business on the pot. Or maybe it's summer. There's a river. You got yourself an inner tube. <laughs> ah. You're gonna I float. just think of like floating and hitting your hiney on rocks. <laughs> you know, late late summer, yep, yeah. you're just going to scrape up your booty. Yeah. Booty scrapes. Mm-hmm. But maybe you're just uh, maybe you're just going with friends, maybe you're going by yourself. Either way, it's hot, you want to cool down. And you just want to be there in nature, learning about not nature. <laughs> learning about something real weird. Yeah. Put an episode of our podcast on, try and drink a beer in the time before it's over, <laughs> and learn something. I'm Liz. And I'm Katie. Hey, Liz. Hey, Katie. What are we talking about today? All right, Katie, like um, our praying mantis episode, I'm going to describe something to you. <laughs> and you and you tell me oh, what please. you think it is. Okay. Okay, it has a fine, glossy coat, a compact, square body, um, <laughs> well-developed, thick muscles. Corgi. It is not a corgi. <laughs> uh, I'll, read, I'll read another okay. part of this description. It is a variety of colors, uh, mostly fawn or black, and it has a wrinkly, short-muzzled face. Corgi. Wrinkly... <laughs> Wrinkly, short, muzzled face, muzzle, muzzled face with a curly tail. A pug. A pug. <laughs> the corgi's cousin, the pug. The corgi's cousin, the pug. <laughs> we had a uh, we had a pug growing up. I love pugs. They're great. We're gonna talk about them today. Okay. I don't know much about like the history of pugs. Mm, we're gonna get into it. Cool. We're gonna dive deep. What was your pug's name? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie. the pug. Mm, okay, let's hear all about pugs. Yeah. Um, so they. So the pug is an ancient breed, quite possibly the most ancient of breeds. Oh. Yeah. Chinese? Originating in China. Oh. Yeah. I guess I knew that much. Yeah. Um, they are flat-faced, short-nosed toy dogs. Um, and they were popular with Chinese emperors, so they lived lavish, luxurious lives. <laughs> Similar to a corgi that I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get into that. So, um, <laughs> let me ask you this clarifying question before we get into it. How are they the oldest of dog breeds when, like, dogs came from wolves? I can't imagine a pug coming from a wolf. I didn't say they were the oldest. I said quite possibly <laughs> one of the oldest. And I one think of. like, I think, well, cause, and I don't, I haven't done the research, but you have like dogs that came from wolves that look like wolves, but then you have like wild dogs and like dingoes and things uh, like that in different regions. Oh, dingo regions. my baby. Dingo <laughs> my baby. Yeah. Um, that, that look a little bit different and i think that because yeah i guess i've never thought about wild dogs yeah because if you look like if you look there's there's artwork and if you look at artwork of pugs from way back in the day they you know they were as long ago as two thousand years ago if you look at artwork from then they don't look they look kind of like what they look Look like like today but they're different enough Hmm. have you ever (laughs) 
side note, have you ever like seen a painting from like Renaissance Europe and they're like trying to paint a moose <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you've clearly never seen a moose before because that is not a moose. No. <laughs> oh my love God. To see I that. love them so much. They're so funny. I would love to see that. <laughs> so pugs, um, they were, so they were only like given outside of the East, the far East, um, as gifts. So mm-hmm. they weren't like super popular outside of China, essentially for yeah. a very long time. And then Dutch traders ended up in China, saw the pug and decided to bring them back to Europe. Okay. This was in the 1500s, 16th century. Um, different names that they have had is Laozi or Lozi in Chinese. Mopsy in Finnish. Mopsy. This is my favorite. Daguillo in Spanish. Um, Mop Hans in Dutch. And then in Latin, the word pugnus uh, means fist. And that's where they first pugnus. Yeah. <laughs> Fist dog. Yeah. It does look like a fist now that you say yeah, that. I know. Pooches. <laughs> um, so they became the official dog of the House of Orange in the Netherlands in 1572. Legend has it that this was after uh, Pompey, their pug, the royal pug, had alerted the Prince of Orange of an approaching assassin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so Charlie, so we... We had we had this turtle that still exists in my parents' house that was free Roman, free range turtle. And he would try and get out of the house uh, out the um, sliding door and he would climb up and then fall on his back. And Charlie, our pug, would whenever it happened, would bark and nonstop bark until we noticed what was going on and then we'd flip the turtle right side out. They know what they're doing. <laughs> Uh, he was the turtle's good friend. Yeah. I thought he was trying to alert you that the turtle was escaping. No. 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 He, he, and he, he literally only barked whenever the turtle, well, he barked at other things, but <laughs> he only barked turtle related when the turtle ended up upside down. Isn't that so crazy? Like, how did Who's Charlie know friend? that, like, turtle's in distress? <laughs> so crazy. Um, so William and Mary were, they, when they left the Netherlands, uh, in 1688 to accept the throne of England, they brought a pug with them. Um, and at that time they thought it, that they had bred it with the old type of King Charles spaniel, you know, mm-hmm. how King Charles's have like smushed faces. Mm-hmm. So they think that that's kind of why, like where we started to get that more smushed face look. Uh, that we know today. Okay. Um, they were very popular in art and culture during the Victorian era and this is this is news to me. Queen Victoria had many pugs that she bred, which they were like the royal pug. They were the royal dog of England during the Victorian era, which like we always we always think it's corgis, but it was the pug. Oh, interesting, mm-hmm. interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it makes sense that they were popular in the Victorian era because going back to art, you always would see like kind of chubbier ladies laying on couches. <laughs> <laughs> and it would make sense yeah, that their pets yeah, would be a pug. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the human pug. <laughs> so at this time, too, Marie Antoinette had a pug named Mops. <laughs> Mops. Um, they didn't come to the U.S., though, until after the Civil War, and they weren't recognized. The American Kettle Club until 1885. Um, 
another fun fact before before she married napoleon josephine had her pug fortune carry secret messages to her family while she was in prison because he was allowed special visits which is like i love that she'd like whisper in the ear tell them to bring me soap next time (laughs) (laughs) who knows who knows i love it now obviously they're smush nose doggies so they do have some health problems um they're susceptible to eye injuries because they got them buggy eyes ouch yeah they have breathing difficulty because they got that smushy face yeah Yeah. charlie was was quite the snorer uh they're prone to obesity unless you keep them active Mm -hmm. i feel like any creature is prone to obesity (laughs) if they're not kept active and they also uh, they also often have reverse sneezes. You know the. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to reverse sneeze. <laughs> you never experienced that. No, I have, but I guess I've never like known it as a reverse sneeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charlie would get it all the time. Yeah. Now, now let me explain to you their temperament because this is why pug dogs are just the best. <laughs> Uh, their, their motto is said to be multum in parvo, meaning much in little. They're charming. They're strong willed. They're rarely aggressive. They're suitable for families with children. They're fond of children. They're eager to please, eager to please. Uh, they're intuitive. Uh, they're said to like know really well when what's going on with their owner's moods and can read into that. Uh, they're snoozy. Snoozy, they they help turtles. They help turtles. (laughs) Uh, They crave attention and affection, and they're often called shadows because they just wander around with their dog or with their owners. (laughs) I love them. I love pugs. We had the best pug growing up. We got him on like September 8th of 2011, so like right before the towers went down. Oh, I was going to. No, 2001. Or 2001, yeah. And yeah, (laughs) it's been a little bit. And he just like, he was this like little fiery energy he'd run around the house like this crazy dog and then he got older and he still did it but he's Aww. he was the best and some uh some pugs in pop culture of note mm-hmm. are uh frank from the men in black oh, series oh yes good mm-hmm. and then milo and otis he's otis from that movie and if you've never seen it it's the og homeward bound and it is amazing oh i've never seen it but i feel like i would cry yeah that movies kinda, always make me cry yeah he and a little stripy kitty go on an adventure. <laughs> Live action. <laughs> From the 90s? From 1989. Ooh. Yeah. So okay. that, that, is, that is your pug for you. Love the pug. Love I've the never pug. owned one, but they're very cute. They're the best. Yeah. Get I, one. Yeah. Get a lot. <laughs> Buy all of them. <laughs> and then become Queen Victoria. With <laughs> become all Queen of Victoria. her pug, pug army. Oh. <laughs> Okay, thanks, Liz. You're welcome. So what's that inside your body? Reverse sneezes. (laughs) (laughs) And a little bit of knowledge. Okay, see you next time. Bye.